Christmas Eve or the Alpine Shepherd by Charles Marie Steppens. Read for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson. There was a youth, a nursling of the mountains, untutored in the ways of congregated men. His knowledge he had quaffed from the pure fountains and the morning streams and flowery glen wherein his sheep he folded safe in pen at eve from the near heavens and the light of day the music of the jay and wren and else he knew not neither how to write nor read but in the life he lived he found delight no mother ever watched with quickening breath the varying struggles of his infancy to her the gates of life were gates of death no sister's sweet companionship had he to temper and attune his childish glee a father's was the only care he knew a father's untrained knee the only knee to which he came for knowledge and his view was narrow as the narrow valley where he grew when spring first touched the mountains into green the warm sun resting on their southern side and birds winged lightly to the northward seen he with his aged father as his guide would leave the sheltered valley and abide through summer in the mountains feeding there the bleating sheep until late autumn tide re-led them to their narrow vale to wear away the winter on austere and scanty fare and thus far from the never-ending strife of thought far from the eddying ebb and flow of peace and misery of death and life far from the human calm and joy that grow from friendship and the hopes and fears that strow the paths of men his spirit formed its view untrained by aught less pure than the first glow of dawn the water of the brook or dew of evening and the summer sky's untarnished blue and many a day he wandered forth alone beyond the limits of the meadowland and gained the topmost peak the first bright throne of day seeking in love to understand the things around him and to find a hand of fellowship in each least thing he saw and thus his simple spirit did expand until he felt spring up a natural awe towards these his kindred knowing not their law and hour by hour he stood beneath the shaggy rocks that rise in measured rows up to the sky that seems to softly rest its fleecy flocks upon them and forget the sensual tie that bound him to the earth for to his eye appeared more than the visible shape of things more than the thought of great or small or high or low faint echoes of retreating wings were these sudden to disappear as whisperings to move or speak the power was not his own he might have prayed had he e'er heard of prayer yet did his spirit worship and the throne at which it knelt rose through the trembling air and in this usurpation all was fair loving and lovable transcendent power breathes in the least of creatures everywhere here littleness lived not and every flower that breathed added a greatness to the passing hour unpraised to adoration of a power whose name is unfamiliar to his lips he lives reflecting on the natural dower of things about him and the autumn slips to spring and spring to autumn time strips the mountains turn by turn of green and white as drop by measured drop the water drips the youth turned homeward on an autumn night 
to find a frosty form its spirit taken flight too deep the wound for words or flow of tears there like a stony statue did he stand whose cold impassive face defies the years to work an equal change or with the brand of dissolution mar its mien no hand were sensitive enough to thaw the frost that bound his spirit more than to command that to return whence it had fled life lost her power a death in life that death could not exhaust calm was the night the moon fair on the hills but calmer was despair until day broke at last and melted up the frozen rills of life and then and not till then he spoke seeking his questionings in words to cloak what is this father holds thy dear lips dumb and is this death whose swift and fatal stroke i ne'er have seen save as it erst has come and led away a wandering lamb to martyrdom what is it that is gone that thou canst speak no more that thy fond eyes are cold and still which e'er as i came home were wont to seek my face where gone thy smile that used to fill my heart with rapture as i warm and chill led homeward from the pastures where the smile that taught me all i know of good and ill and love that i bore with me many a mile hid in my heart through mountain meadow and defile i thought i loved thee well but now i feel i only love thee half canst thou be near where is that other self of thee the real for tis not thou i see in this severe and rigid form only a vision leer but where the something that i cannot name the vision that i see no more nor hear that sparkle in thine eyes that went and came that force and warmth of love that thrilled thy frame is that too dead can life be lost in death and what is life and what is death and where is he that made them he that fused the breath into these lips i thought or dreamed the air one day upon its pulsing wings did bear insinuations of a power too deep to be aught less than everlasting air to all that is or has been strong to keep eternal watch o'er all that wakes or is asleep i thought and could it be only a dream i thought the mountains and the air and sky the trees the birds among the trees the stream all breathed a song of ecstasy on high i heard it melted into me till i became transformed within me as without was something more than human ear and eye alone performed their functions then a shout a chorus of a million voices seemed to wrap me about my heart leapt in me bliss and mystery i loved and felt that i was loved and more my soul grew boundless as the swelling sea encompassing the earth i did adore and grander than my own broad as the floor of heaven streamed love of all things infinite and seemed it must be so for evermore it was about me i was lost in it and must it like a dream into the darkness flit if this be so then must all creatures weep be there no power of love between the earth and man and man and sky 
then must ye keep with me continual mourning and no mirth forever know but an eternal dearth of joy shall be your portion o ye hills ye fountains and sweet fields and birds and birth a mimic mockery then must the rills of heaven open wide and weep for her own ills he ceased and the sad sound of his own words struck maddening terror to his stricken heart a spirit led him forth and where the herds had fled for many a summer day the smart of his fresh wound choking his breath the dart firm in his side he flees by winding ways familiar to his feet yet does he start and like some guileless timid thing that strays his stealthy steps at his more stealthy shadow stays through winding dells whose silence is disturbed alone by the swift echoes of his feet or by the bank of torrents whose uncurved and fitful fury to his ear seems sweet as rest and shadow from the noonday heat of summer sun he goes and in his brain the fever keeps apace with the quick beat of his wild steps a hissing hurricane of thought drags him on in the turmoil of its train evening came on and through the solemn aisles of a deep wood he wandered all the trees were bare and through the long winding files of rocks and gnarled boughs the plaintive breeze moaned sadly like those calm and piteous seas that break forever on a barren strand remote the wan moon rises by degrees and sheds its cold light on the lonely land and on the shepherd's burning brow and chilling hand the covetous hours run on daylight and dark until upon an eve the growing gloom slackened the fury of his pain the spark that lent strength to his languid limbs gave room to weakness and he swooned and like a tomb that night wind built with the sere leaves a couch for him he sleeps and on the loom of dreams young memory with fancy weaves about his heart her woof till it forgets to grieve his father stood of radiant face and form with consolation on his lips and bade him leave the uncultured wild and seek a place among the haunts of men then did he fade in the first light of day faintly arrayed the wood and mountains in reviving hope and daintily upon his leaf-bed played he rose and in the waters that eloped from fountains bathed his brow then followed down the slope in many a narrow vale and deep ravine the slumbering echoes at his steps awoke and many a timid hare scared at a mien more innocent than her own the frail grass broke beneath her anxious feet of leaves of oak or sycamore with tender hands he made his bed at eve and oftentimes he spoke to his own questionings at last he strayed to a broad stream that yielded to a sinuous glade he finds an unmoored shallop by the shore whose chinked and withered sides can scarce sustain the weight of their decay the fragile oar he takes and glides out o'er the rippling plain swift flows the stream the night wind blows amain the boat like spirit craft before the sweep of spirit wind drives on in the blue main above alternately the sun and the wan stars keep continual watch beacons of an eternal deep it chanced upon the holy christmas eve he sought the shelter of a lone chalet 
a father and a maiden fair receive the way-worn guest in good old-fashioned way the eve is kept with rites unto the day to come in memory of the christmas morn long centuries ago a sacred lay the maiden sang and in the shepherd's lorn and wasted heart as the old man prayed a hope was born the ecstasy that he had learned from streams and mountains and the sun's warm light the expectation of his skyward dreams were realized to her sublimest height his spirit rose and by a mystic flight he stood once more before a sky-crowned peak again loving and lovable and bright the cloud caps drifting through the blue bespeak that love in it commune all creatures strong or weak and was it strange he prayed that night to die and was it strange the prayer his first was heard that christmas morn rose in a cheerful sky among the leafless boughs the slight wind stirred the morning piping of the last sweet bird greeted the day a peace was in the air and joy o'er all but never voice could word the unsung joy those smiling lips declare free from all touch of earth fair as the heavens are fair end of poem this recording is in the public domain